good morning and welcome to your Damascus Daily Prayer Lab. My name is Sheila and I am a missionary at Damascus, where we're working to awaken, empower, and equip a generation to live the adventure of the Catholic faith. Today, we're going to be reflecting on a reading from the Gospel of Matthew. This is chapter 9, verses 27 through 31. As Jesus passed by, two blind men followed him, crying out, Son of David, have pity on us. When he entered the house, the blind men approached him, and Jesus said to him, Do you believe that I can do this? Yes, Lord, they said to him. Then he touched their eyes and said, Let it be done for you according to your faith. And their eyes were opened. Jesus warned them sternly, See that no one knows about this. But they went out and spread word of him through all that land. It's so cool to take a step back and remember that the Gospels are eyewitness accounts, the testimony of people who knew Jesus and lived life with him day in and day out. And because of that, we get to see not just those big high-profile moments that a long-distance biographer might record, but we also get to see these moments that are more private, where there aren't many witnesses, where Jesus is interacting with people, and that actually tells us so much about who he is as the Messiah. And that's the way that these men are addressing him. They're calling out, Son of David, Son of David, which calls to mind that belief and expectation of the Messiah that the Jewish people had, that there would be a descendant of David who, like David, would come and be a king for Israel which at that time had been under foreign rule for centuries and was currently under the occupation of the Romans. And the people were waiting for a Messiah to deliver them. And Jesus, as we know, was not coming to establish that kind of kingdom. The salvation he was bringing was not just political, but he was coming to establish the kingdom of heaven on earth. He was coming to save his people from sin and death. And this is one of the ways that he reveals that, is by the way that he receives the people who come to him. That he's not only healing them in public as something of a publicity stunt or a way to increase his, his following and his reputation, but he's actually instructing them not to go spread the word because he doesn't want people to get the wrong idea of who he is. He doesn't want people to try to make him a a military leader or a kind of earthly king. He wants to reveal that God has come to his people and that he's actually coming to bring them something better than they were even expecting. It's a hard thing for anyone to get their mind around, especially at that time where The guy in charge was the guy with the biggest army. But Jesus is showing that he's not Messiah in the sense of a title that he's pursuing, but that Messiah is who he is, that he is the savior and he is the healer, that he's not healing these men simply to show other people or even to teach a lesson, which he does plenty of times But because we have this fuller picture from his disciples, we get to see that his consistency, that he's not just healing 
for the sake of the people who are watching, but he's healing because that's who he is. Because he's a good shepherd who's moved with compassion for his flock. And because these physical healings are only signs that point to the true nature of who he is and what he has come to do. The reality of the deliverance that he's come to bring about. And he knows that the Jewish people aren't necessarily ready to understand that. Even his disciples have a hard time understanding when he makes predictions of his passion and death. Sometimes they, most times, they don't understand what he's getting at. And Jesus continues to reveal through moments like this that he is not what they've expected and invite them to understand the bigger picture, the great gift that he's come to give and the way in which they're called to participate in that and to receive that. And it's such a consolation to us too, to know that this is who Jesus is day in and day out, that not just then, but also now he's someone who receives us, receives anyone who comes to him in faith, who does not refuse anyone who seeks something from him. That's something that he continues to invite us to do is to ask. And we know that we can go to our good shepherd with the things that are on our hearts, with the needs that we have, and to invite him to be the savior, to be the Messiah for us, and to raise our eyes to the kingdom of heaven. Again, this has been a scripture reflection on the gospel of Matthew chapter nine. My name is Sheila. And to learn more about Damascus and the retreats and events we offer here, please visit us at damascus.net. God bless.